Booyah. Whoopi Goldberg slams the new Bud Light Clydesdale ad and defends Dylan Mulvaney. Also, a Clydesdale-sized he-she speaks on behalf of a California school board regarding a policy that involves keeping secrets from parents, and they vote to uphold the policy. Next, violent teen mobs implode in Chicago and Baltimore while city leadership make excuses. And Moroccan footballer Arkraf Hakimi's wife loses out in divorce as she finds out the player registered all of his assets in his mother's name. And lastly, we break down our political perspectives and how they factor in on our stances on laws, policies, and social issues. I think you're going to be surprised at what you find out. All that and more next. We are talking about the latest in hot topics, news, and entertainment. I'm KJ, and let me introduce you to my co-hosts. We have Shelly E., Yana, T., and Kendra. Join the conversation by leaving a comment on our Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. We will check the comments periodically throughout the show. And don't just comment, subscribe. Subscribe to our social media so you always know when we post new content. Also, if you like independent media and want to support what we do, donate. Any amount is appreciated. You can check us out on our website at www.popandpoliticslive.com for up-to-date information. And hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We certainly uh, need it. We appreciate all the support. Independent media is on the rise. And we have to support each other. So hit that subscription, subscribe button and do it while it's free. You know, because a lot of places with this, we have very good content. A lot of people charge for this type of content, quality content, entertaining, <laughs> but we do not yet. So get in on it. Uh, again, we are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. All right, ladies, let's set it off. We're going to get right into it. Yes, tonight um, we're going to start out with The View. Uh, so honestly, I'd rather sit in my window and take in The View of flies hovering over dung than watch ABC's The View. But we have to call them out when they hurl vicious misinformation and disrespect. And they've done it again. Take a look at this. This is clip number one. Okay, guys. Actually, let me continue on there. It's all right. <laughs> um, actually, we don't have a clip for that. Let me tell you what's going on. So The View aired recently, and um, basically Whoopi Goldberg went off on uh, the Bud Light, uh, the Bud Light um, 
thing going on with Dylan Mulvaney. So uh, she says here, listen, Budweiser, we are all Americans here. We appreciate you, your beer, whether it's light or regular beer. You have every right and we have every right to buy it if we like it. Uh, she said this was on Monday's episode. Don't let them scare you. Let's us scare you. She said she's referring to the protest that has been pretty much put forward on Bud Light uh, after they had Dylan Mulvaney as an ad spokesperson uh, for the beer. Uh, so Bud Light's sister brand, Budweiser, released an ad over the weekend featuring the famous Anheuser-Busch Clydesdale horses. So it's very all-American, this new uh, ad that they put out. Uh, and um, and basically, Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg, seemed perplexed at it and angered over it. She also said the company puts out a statement saying they didn't mean to address an issue that divided people, but I want to know what are you so angry about? Beer does not have, I mean, it's not Democrat or Republican. It doesn't have a belief system. It's just beer. So um, she basically, you know, also added how, uh, you know, people who were pushing this boycott were highly transphobic uh, and, uh, and and really gave Bud Light a, a real reaming. So I want to start off with you, Shelley. What do you think about the way she reacted to the uh, the boycott of Butt Light from people who are upset about them having a trans activist, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, uh, represent them in an ad? Well, when I saw that, I got scared. I got scared because I used to be able to tell the difference between a Clydesdale and Whoopi's ass. But when I saw that clip, I couldn't tell the difference. So I got scared. I mean, I thought something was going on with my eyes, but I got scared about that. So I, I, I'm I'm a little leery now about looking at a Clydesdale because I don't know if it's called a Whoopi Dale or not. But nevertheless, she's talking about uh, be afraid of us. Don't be afraid of, of whomever. Guess what? Conservatives buy beer too. That's why the sales are going down with with Bud Light. You can still buy the Bud. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because she don't need any more damn beer. She doesn't need anything else for about another year to eat. But I, we 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 don't want to buy. We don't want to buy it. Go buy all the beer you want. Maybe you might need to go buy some hay and live in the barn with the Clydesdales because that's how you all act on the damn view. I, let me tell you another thing that they're afraid of. They are afraid, the view, whoopee, they're afraid of bringing us on their show. See, they get these lightweight people that come on and placate them. And, you know, they laugh and they joke and they make fun of people. They're afraid to bring us. Bring us, okay? I'll bring the hay. You just bring the barn and we'll meet you at the vid. Yeah. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, Yana. You know, she says that this a whole ordeal, when we saw how Many people have decided to boycott, but boycott, but light. Uh, she she said America is transphobic. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do you agree? Is that why people are boycotting this because they don't like trans the trans community? Well, I think people do not like when the trans agenda is being pushed on them through every means possible. Um, I think that if it wasn't pushed on people as much as it is, people would not be um, boycotting anything. Uh, so, uh, but but what's happening, this is the a, a new world order that is being pushed on the whole world. 
and it, in the, the new world order is to transform the world. They want to transform everything. And so Whoopi is a, a spokesperson for this new order. So of course she's going to keep pushing the agenda. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, T? Uh, you know, again, we've, we've talked about Dylan Mulvaney on this show. Uh, he is a trans activist. He did the whole thing about 100, 365 days becoming a girl. I believe he's in his late 20s. And uh, he has been, he was the spokesperson for Bud Light. Uh, what does it say to for them for a company like this to have him as the spokesperson? It says nothing differently than any of the other companies. I mean, this is the way that everyone's every company wants to be this diverse equity and inclusion and now belonging. So it's it's them just showing that hey, us too, we can get along with the he-she's and, and the it's and the days and the who's and the whatever's and we can be a company drink our beer. Because first of all, who drinks Bud? Who drinks Bud Light? So they need all of the help that they can get. So this is probably just a push to try to get some, to stay relevant because nobody's drinking the shit anyway. All right, I want to talk, go to you, uh, Kendra, but before I do, I want to play this. This is clip seven. This is... uh actress patty lupon lupon uh she was on the view and she had some comments in regards to conservatives and i'm sorry christians on uh how they view uh trans people take a look here the santas and the lgbtq well that's extremely upsetting yeah that is extremely upsetting these are human beings yeah and i could cry they're not harming anybody no no I don't know why he's doing this. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, and I've said this before, and I'm going to get in trouble, but I have said this before, and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. Mm. I don't, I, I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now in the name of religion is so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not this country. It's not America as far as... And you know, when I was growing up, I didn't know America was an experiment. They never said America was an experiment. When we were growing up, it was a democracy. And now it's in, you know, such danger. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so upsetting. And it's upsetting to hear the loudest voices and not any kind of pushback to the loudest voices that are the extremity in this country. All right. So I, I want to go to you first, Kendra, on, on her, on the response. Uh, she, she, she's comparing the Christian right, she said, to the Taliban. Is that a fair comparison? I think that's a little far-fetched. I do think that um, we lose the love thy neighbor as thyself scripture um, at times when trying to, um, to make a point of this is what we believe sometimes it comes off even if it's not meant um as hate and that just is delivery but i don't think as much as to call it the taliban um i don't i don't think so um i don't think that but i do think that as far as the budweiser commercial um here's my thing and this is my i i'm not trans i don't i'm a whole woman out here in these streets but I think that um, companies can choose who they use as their spokespeople. I mean, that's well within their right. And if they want to um, 
put he, she, them, they, R, Y, X, L, M, N, O, P, whatever the letter is, if they want to use them, then they're they're well within their right to do that. And if you don't want to support them because they use them, you're well within that right too. I don't drink beer. So I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm a I'm a liquor drinker. Okay. Now if this was Tito's, I might feel differently. But as far as Budweiser, Bud Light, I don't give a damn. But I think that it's just they are able, trans people are able to live their life the way they want. If people want to pay them to support their brand, get your check, get your money. That's called entrepreneurship, capitalism. Just saying. So I'm saying. They got to get coins too. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody was saying that the date that we didn't, that Budweiser didn't have the right to have Dylan Mulvaney, trans activist, um, who puts, you know, pushing the idea that he is a woman, um, you know, behind. I don't think anybody said that it wasn't a right. They didn't have the right to do it. But again, people also have the right to say, you know what, if this is what you are supporting as a company absolutely if that, that sword cuts both ways you can right. say i support it and i can say i'm not drinking your beer because right. you know right. so i mean i think that that's perfectly fine like i said they ain't getting no dollar out of me either way because i don't drink beer okay so can i i need to respond to miss patty over there because i've been when i saw that clip i've been revved up all day i want to explain to her dumb ass okay how what the difference is between christians and the taliban okay nowhere are christians Cutting people's heads off, holding children back, girls from schools, educating them for their religion or any other reason. As a matter of fact, if I don't, if I recall correctly, just about two weeks ago, it was a trans person that slaughtered six Christians in their church or in their school. So who's killing who? Talking about Aretha Franklin? Who's zooming who? She's ignorant. And she's talking about she's never heard that America was an experiment. Let me tell you why people say that, dumb ass. And she's older than I am. They say it was, it was an experiment because never in the history of time has a country been built on these foundations, on this foundation that we have, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And in now 200 plus something years, we are a relatively young nation okay the third thing she's dumb about america has never been a democracy it has been a republic and that's part of the big problem people don't understand the difference this is how dumb like i said they won't bring us on the view with the clodsdale whoopee and the dumb ass patty they won't bring us there Okay, because we will correct them and school them on why they're so ignorant and dumb. But these people get the light. Taliban and Christians are starkly different. Okay, Christians are not extreme. She's extreme. And with those extreme ideas, this is why those the left is trying to take down this experiment, this Republican experiment called America. Yeah. All right. I mean, I couldn't have said it any better. I, I want to get your thoughts on this, Yana. You know, we do see this idea. It does feel like, and, and this is me as a, as a faith-based person, a Bible believer, uh, Christians are under attack. And you've mentioned this before on the show. This is something that, uh, that the, the left does, that the communist does, Marxism, how they attack religion. Do you see that this, is this something that you see is going on? Christianity, religion is under attack? Well, it's been under attack for sure. And this is just a continuation of the same agenda. As I said before, it's this new world order that they're trying to implement. They do not want any type of faith. Uh, so of course, for them, the Taliban or the Christians uh, in America, the same thing. 
because we have we 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 like family values you know oh we agree with the with the with the Taliban but also like to keep the families together so somehow we're we're uh, similar um uh, you, so it's absolutely an attack uh, on christians and it's dehumanizing what she said is dehumanizing when she said i don't see a difference so she basically said that we're like terrorists because Taliban ha have been terrorizing. They've terrorized our country and other and, and their own people. So she basically uh, compared the, I don't know, millions of people, like a half of the population, at least of the United States as, as a terrorist. Yeah. You drop, you drop any trans person here, take them over there and drop them in the Taliban and see if they come out alive. And let's see who this let's see who the terrorists really are because here they're safe they're they're safe you know amongst christians certainly no christian is calling for a trans person to be had that to be beheaded or burned alive no christian is doing that but let's drop them over there in the taliban and see how safe dylan malvaney's ass would be over there yeah i want to get your thoughts on this definitely not his ass <laughs> yeah he would tore that ass. they got to tore that ass up T, I want to get your thoughts on on this because just as looking at this, I know you are not a practicing Christian, but someone you know spiritual. What do you feel? Do you feel you heard uh, Kendra say that you know Christians do have a tendency to do this? Uh, you seem to come off as more a little bit more hateful instead of more of the love thy neighbor as thyself. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about that? Do you feel like this attack on Christianity is warranted? No, I, I think it's the opposite, actually. I think that uh, the Christians are being attacked. Um, Christians, I mean, you should be a little bit more radical and not letting this agenda actually penetrate as much <laughs> as much as it should. I don't see how Christians are letting or are being okay with this transgender or this LGBT community, the agenda and everything, you should push back a little bit more because you aren't radical enough, actually, because Christians are the ones that are like, oh, love everybody, love this, love that. Y'all should be practicing. I, I don't want to say y'all should be practicing hate, but y'all should be standing up to this abomination a little bit more than you are. Yeah. And, and another thing, we, uh, I can speak to, I want to speak for myself. You didn't have people up in arms about drag clubs. You know, you had drag clubs for years. People of all different types would go to drag, drag shows, drag clubs, gay clubs. Adults would enjoy themselves for many years doing this. It didn't become an issue for Christians, for parents, until they started pushing this stuff on kids. Right. So for them to say, that you know, this woman, she's getting all choked up on the view, and you know, uh, she the hate that these people are experiencing. I don't understand where that's coming from. Even what you said, Kendra, I, I don't see it. Again, They're creating it. They're creating all the hoopla behind it as well. Here's my thing. I think that when you look at um, the beer ad or whatever, your kids shouldn't be drinking beer. You got to be 21 to drink. So I get now, if this was orange juice, if this was Tropicana, if this was Simply, if this was something that, you know, <laughs> but you, you, your toddlers shouldn't be drinking Budweiser anyway. They don't need to, why, it doesn't, it doesn't affect their life 
in any way, shape, or form if a trans activist tells 21 and older, hey, drink a Budweiser. That does not affect the children. It doesn't. Well, you, you, well one thing, first of all, why are we putting politics in something like this? It shouldn't yeah. be. It shouldn't be. It, if you want to be, if you want to be. No, no, no. If they had somebody else. Oh, so it's would, him. So what? if I was trans, and I represent Budweiser? Or the man has, he is a trans activist. Everything about him has been pushing, and not just an act, he pushes it on kids, adults, everybody. They're pushing it. He's trying to erase women. He met with Biden. He went to the White House he to meet with using politics in this in business. And, and okay, so what you're saying is that it's not politics out of business or 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 it's an agenda. agenda. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's politics. It's the agenda. Okay, it's a bit different. That's the case. Then Cheerios, when they did the biracial couple with the kids, then someone would say that should stay out of business too. Because a, bi a biracial couple, a man and a well, woman, what, right? Or or even if it's two men or whatever. Because if you're saying keep it out, if if someone would say, hey, you know, you're pushing the straight narrative on me because you're trying to tell me that this white woman and this black man. And these Cheerios is what we're supposed to do. So I don't understand. No, let me wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Specifically for that, when they have, when you have a married couple, a married couple on a box of cereal, Cheerios is a longtime American favorite. So it represents the family. The couple could right. be whatever color, but they were a man, a woman, and a right. child. And a child. Well, that's what you're saying. But in America, where families don't, you you might have a, a trans mama and a and a daddy, or a trans mama and a mama, or however they address or whatever that's also for some children that will be their reality and be their family so i'm just saying i don't have a dog in this fight but what i'm saying is i think that when i i think that well don't have to you where you put, it's like if you give it attention you're going to you're you're adding fuel to the fire if you don't want to buy the budweiser because they had trans activists don't buy the budweiser or the bud light or whichever one if you don't want to support it okay but i think when we start talking about it and we make a big deal out of it it adds fuel to the fire because now everybody oh well let me go youtube the commercial to see what the people talk about i didn't that's, even know there was a commercial so y'all that's, see that's marketing that's what that is. It's marketing, and they're using the they're using the agenda. But Kendra, Kendra, what you are saying is true. It's absolutely true. People have a right to choose not to buy it, and that's exactly what happened. That's right. when their sales dropped. They're saying it's wrong. Now we see, but now the left is blaming us for, no, for choosing not to buy the right. product. And like, like, like we are like we are not transphobic because we chose not to buy the product. So that's that's what we're talking about. We we're, not, we're talking about their response to consumers making a, a choice. Right, and you guys are they don't not like us to have that to make that choice. They want us to just consume and drink and swallow all of this nonsense, all of this trans ideology. Drink and be yeah. married. Yeah, I mean that's what you're supposed to do. Drink and be married. Have a drink, sip, sip, or don't. Right. I mean, I, you know, but you people like you kind of upset me because um, you know you, you you talk about this stuff and you you don't see the significance of the agenda, and you know, and ain't you Christian? So I don't know. But, but, but um, you know, but it's like it's like you 
oh, well, let every you you got this whole mentality. Let live, live and let live. You know, let everybody. You know, oh, it doesn't bother me. So I, you go ahead and do you. This is how we got to where we are today, and that's not my saying. My rules. This my, is why my it's not that it doesn't affect me. It's just the fact that people right. have the right to choose how they live. Companies have the choice to choose you who they hire. People are going to do what they want to do. I'm only going to get worse from here. My business. At the end of the day, if y'all don't want to support them because that's fine. And I just feel like everybody has their right to choose. You choose whether you support or not. I'm gonna choose whether I support or not. If if it ain't if it's not my line in my pockets either way, they didn't call me for the commercial. Now, had they called me, then it might be a little different if I didn't get chosen because they ain't called me back. I might would have felt away, but they ain't called me. So since they ain't called me, baby, I don't drink that no way. So I mean, so you don't care. This, this doesn't mean anything. It, it, the, 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 I just think that people have the right to live their life the way they want, baby. If you want to try to spend hours a day to look like a woman, go off. I wake up every day looking like. Well, this. let's see. Let's I'm see glad. if we care about this. So let's talk about this. The team takeovers in Chicago and Baltimore. So last week we talked about in Baltimore and uh, how these teams were being sh- getting shot, getting killed, um, and 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 now it's in Chicago. Uh, take a look at this. This is clip number uh, number number three. So this is what we had here last weekend in Chicago. Uh, tons of uh, violence. I believe actually two kids, a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old male were shot while standing in a crowd during the mayhem. So it was basically some type of thing where they called it online. A bunch of groups of kids got together and uh, in downtown Chicago, smashing car windows, attacking bystanders, sending panic tourists, running from the sound of gunfire. I mean, it was pure chaos. Uh, I want to start with you, Shelly. How could the police let this happen? And should we care about this? We're not there. None of our cars are there. We don't have any. We don't have any cousins or family here. Should we care? Absolutely, we should care. And it's not just Chicago. Like you mentioned, it happened in Baltimore a couple of weeks ago. Let me tell you why the the police let it happen, or how could they? A few things. Number one, where are the parents? Okay, the parents should have known and been out there or maybe not even had their children there. Where are the parents? Because all of those children were not 18 and over. Some of them were younger. That's number one. Number two, when you have movements for years now, we've been hearing defund the police and the police are all bad. The police are killing black men and black boys everywhere and the police are after us. All of these lies have consequences too. So therefore, the police are saying, why the heck am I going to risk my life when if I do that, then the next thing you know, I'm going to be on a trial for hurting a black kid or somebody getting shot when I'm defending myself and helping to defend the public safety. It's like six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. And at the end of the day, police officers want to go home to their families too. That is chaos. And it's in Baltimore. And another third thing, we have these politicians who think that opening a rec center a little bit longer, building dirt bike parks are going to help. They don't want dirt bike parks. Guess what? They're animals. The Clydesdales are better behaved than these people are. Okay? They're animals. Put them in a zoo or a jungle. They are animals and put their parents there with them. I am 
sick of it, okay? If you are a parent and you let your child hang out, causing mayhem, running havoc through the city, you are pitiful. You are piss poor. You are trifling. You should be ashamed of yourself. And they need to lock you up and then put your child in the jungle. I'm sick of it. Adults, where are the adults? Where are the adults in the room? We have let these children just run amok and we are afraid to say and embarrassed to say that we have created a Frankenstein here, and the Frankenstein is on the loose. I want, I want to get you in on this, Kendra. Now you all the way in South Kakalaki. This is all the way in Chicago. You know, don't have nothing to do no, with you. I, I, you don't no, have a dog in the fight. You, I, 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 you don't have a dog in this fight. But right? I do. Have, my best friend lives in Chicago, so it does kind of sort of affect me because they were near her house. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Here's my thing. I think that it start. It, the parents, I 100% agree. Like, had that been my mama, and she got wind that I was out there, she would have whooped me at 35. At 35, if I'm raising havoc, she would have whooped me. But now, you know, we live in a society where, you know, gentle parenting and we just, you know, we talk softly and stuff. Some of these kids need their ass whooped. That's not what's going on. They're not parenting at all. Right. It's like they mentally checked out. I don't know. This would have never happened. And we don't live in a society anymore. It used to be if I was out and I was cutting up and somebody knew my mama and they see me, they going to yoke me up. Because, come here. Now, you know your mama ain't raised you like that. Get somewhere, and then she gonna call my mama, and then when I get home, then my mama gonna be like, well, you know Cheryl Ann called me and told me you were showing your butt down there at the skating ring, and what? And then I got to hear it all over again. Now I got a whoop, and now I'm mad at everybody. But I think we don't, these kids have no discipline. When you look at the little girl who slapped the substitute teacher yesterday, baby, listen, I would've did the same thing. She not got booked, and I mean, it is what it is. I wanna talk, when we talk about, let's talk about this. Take a look here. This is clip number two of an incident that occurred right there in Chicago. So there we had a mob of teenagers um, basically beat up uh, some woman. Uh, and, uh, and, and so they, that woman has been on the news uh, after that. But, you know, I want to I get your response to this, T. Matt Walsh from The Daily Wire, he said, you absolutely never see videos like this with races reversed. So he's talking about right there, we saw most of the people in the mob there were black teenagers. And then in that clip, they were beating up a white lady. Uh, he says, never, doesn't exist. At some point, we need to discuss why this kind of violence literally always goes one way. So he's saying basically it's black people committing this violence against whites. Is that topic uh, is that a topic we need to start addressing? T, I want to get your thoughts there. It's it's not only blacks committing these crimes against whites; it's blacks committing these crimes against blacks, and that's the major issue. Like Shelly said, I mean, we do act like animals. Not all of us, but I mean, most people who ain't got the time, you should be worried about working and making money and doing something productive. But no, you want to go out and act up. So. That's a major concern. We just and, and they need something to do. 
may it may not be longer hours for rec centers, but they need something to do because that's major concern in a lot of these cities. And it's like they're too busy pushing this alphabet agenda. They're not they're not focused on quality education for these children. And what else are they going to do? Parenting aside, like what else do they have? What other options do they have other than to act like this? And it's sad because it's happening all over and it's not helping the community at all. We have all these grassroots grassroots organizations that are trying to be there and do things, but they can't do anything unless people want to be better. So it's really a catch-22. I want to get your thoughts on this, Jan. I mean, many brought up race in the discussion as the team mob consisted of, of, as I mentioned, of Black American youth. Should this have been considered a hate crime? Yeah, probably. I mean, it depends on what they were saying uh, and uh, what was the motivation. So, I mean, they probably targeted this lady because she was white. I'm sure they might have said something that could have classified this or have a have a proof that this is a, a hate crime. Um, I also want to kind of elaborate or say what might be causing people young people to behave this way somebody mentioned parents so these parents were raised on woke education these were these are their parents are not very old at this point so uh, and the thing about especially black youth uh, black people in general there's this thing the way that the attitude is that they, somebody owes them something, that the world is against them or the, the white people are against them. And it's been pushed a lot in schools, even in decent schools, uh, kind, kind of like even because I deal with kids, I see what they're being taught. So a lot of it has to do with this oppression, you know, oppressor versus the oppressed. And so you 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 keep pushing this type of narrative from school, from parents from the media and of course they're going to behave like this like they're entitled and they they deserve everything they want to walk into a store they can just grab anything and this is also part of the agenda actually the people who want to change our world who want to change the system to uh, i guess their new world marxist agenda they want the riots they want the masses to riot because they can say, look, they're not happy. Look, this is, you know, it's because they, you know, don't have enough. They're poor. So they're acting up. So we need to have a revolution and change the system and redistribute wealth. Mm. And this is at this point, it's not even about white supremacy. Like, how can you? That's why I don't think that CRT should be, you know, it should be taught. These things should be taught in school because they're going to keep them oppressed. Like the children don't want to talk about Martin Luther King anymore. They want to talk about how they can make some money so, or, or live life. So the white supremacy, we can't blame it on that anymore. Like, think of something else to do or blame that, it on. I think that there needs to be responsibility of the parents. See, um, and the thing about it, those kids, those, those ages would be, their parents should be around my age, should be dependent. But I think that when we were growing up, if we did something because we were, it was the parents' responsibility. Steal something, they're gonna send your mama a bill. If your mama get enough bills that she got to pay, then maybe she'll yoke you up and you'll stop stealing. And I think that the problem is that there's no parental accountability in all of this. Like, first of all, why are your kids out unsupervised? Do you know who your friends' kids are? Do you know who your your kids' friends are? Do you know their mama? Do you know who taking them? Like, the parents don't be asking enough questions for me. They just be like, all right, bye. No, who you going with? Who her people is? 
Well, her mama name, what time you gonna be back? Call me when you get there. Don't do nothing stupid. I don't think they're having those conversations with these kids. They're literally like, hey, just get out the way. And I also want to take it to a point where when you look at so most of these mothers or mothers and fathers or families, they're working. So when you get to a certain age, they leave the kids to their own devices because they're old enough to stay home because they're working. Add inflation and milk being $79. You don't necessarily, these parents may not know that their kids are out there acting the ass until they see them on the news. But I think, know. You know no, that, know. that is what the left wants you to yeah, think. I used to know. Think I used to think that. But uh, kids can be left at a certain age. Of course they can be. But before they even get to that, that, that age or whatever that maturity is, parents already know who their children are. They deny the, their nature, the children's nature. They deny it and they pa pacify they it. it. And they blame it on everybody else. Right. You guys are talking about the parents. Look what the new yeah. mayor, the mayor of Chicago, Brandon right. Johnson, he says, and I quote, this is according to MSN.com, in no way do I condone the destructive activity we saw in the loop and lakefront this weekend. It is unacceptable and has no place in our city. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own community. The right. hell it ain't. The hell it right. ain't. You but don't get it because that's you what I'm saying. You cannot get a wild lion out of the jungle unless you shoot him in the ass first. They belong in the jungle. Okay. Wild animals are not They're in the jungle. They, no, they're no, in the I'm jungle. Saying, that is the jungle. Animals are not automatically domesticated. They have to be sh a shot and give doped up, right? So children don't come out of the womb already having social graces. They have to be taught and trained. Okay, these are wild animals. The hell you can't. And what does he mean? He doesn't condone it. Why would you even need to say something like that? Who, who in their right well, mind? Going to say the next part of it where he said. He was making excuses, but this isn't just a Chicago. Right. The, problem, the, problem, the problem is that everybody wants to make excuses for bad behavior. Right. Like at the end of the day, they bad as hell. They need like their ass. He's going to ask. Place. He's going to ask more, for more taxes so we can build those rec centers for them, and we can create well, who some wants opportunities. To work at a rec center where they them them turn. That's, I'm not what, that's what I mean. They they they, they they want to equalize everyone, and they want to use these kids as a. Uh, an example of what this is what happens in the capitalist society when the parents have to work. Right. And so well, when I'm a space to destroy. But we, we're missing it. They're coming from a certain I'm moving everything back to the trains. So y'all gonna Kendra, you're gonna hate me today because I'm moving it back to that because that's the idea of the L of the trans agenda the agenda that they're on is to break up the family and the idea on the left what they continue to push is i don't need a man i don't need a father i don't need a mother i can have two mothers i can have two i don't need anybody that the the the, the 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 system can raise me and this is what you get here well, look at this. it's not just chicago take a look at this this is clip number four right here in baltimore a couple years ago questions. I'll just start off by saying uh, as far as uh, the police response, the police has done, uh, I think, one question and answer this evening and uh, will continue to make themselves available uh, for updates on 
uh, our public safety uh, response. This is about our call for peace uh, in the city. So that we'll be taking questions about that. Any questions? Mary, is there anything that could have been done with the information beforehand to head off some of the stuff that was happening down close near Harbor and uh, 20 yards uh, this evening? Like, did you have a sense that they might try to go that way? Well, we've, we've had these types of conversations before. Uh, and I've made it very clear that I uh, worked with the police and instructed them to do everything that they could to make sure that the protesters were able to exercise their uh, right to free speech. Uh, it's a very delicate balancing act because while we uh, tried to make sure that they were protected from the cars and the other you know, things that were going on, um, we also gave those who wished to destroy space to do that as well. And we uh, worked very hard to uh, to keep that balance and and to put ourselves in the best position to de-escalate and that's what you saw this evening so you hear you heard now that was for people who don't know that was stephanie rollins blake several years ago she was mayor here in baltimore city during the freddie gray riots where they they fought they destroyed and all types of stuff teenagers there was a lot of young people did you hear what she said? She gave the order for the police to stand down and let them destroy. If we have to start thinking deeper. It's not just this face value stuff. It's not just about Budweiser having uh, Dylan Mulvaney as a spokesperson. It's not just about all these shows on TV advocating for single moms and single women and promiscuity and all this and let love and let. They're doing this all comes towards an agenda an agenda to create to to destroy the family to destroy the community to just and, and and create government welfare throughout the whole country but we have to we have if you don't get this then you're part of the problem i, I want to get your thoughts on this shelly it's what she said this is what we're seeing in cities this well, is what we're seeing Exactly. This has been going on for a while. We were here during the Freddie Gray riots. And when she said that, give them space to destroy, that is exactly what she meant. And that's what they were doing. Teenagers, young people have got it in their mind that they can do whatever the hell they want and they will not be held accountable. And guess why they think that? because that is exactly what happens. They're not held accountable. They're given more. Again, they're given more rec centers and dirt bike parks and the squeegee kids or squeegee people, really. The squeegee people, they get uh, they get interviews and jobs and all kinds of private funding. When you have people out here working, trying to raise families, do the right thing, young people, you know, families or whatever, but then you have our political class that wants to tear it all down. They want everybody dependent on them because they want to be in charge of us. They don't want independent thinkers. They don't want people to make their own money and not rely on the government. They don't want people to be able to afford their own families. They want to suck in off of the government's tits. Okay. That's what they want. It's an agenda. It is an agenda. These are not isolated events. They may look that way. They may happen that way, but this is all part of an orchestrated agenda. It has come home home to roost and you know something that is very interesting to me is because i see some of these people talk to some of these people and have private one-on-one -on -one conversations or just conversations in general and they tend to agree with what we're saying right now however 
when it comes to actually pushing these policies and doing their job to protect people, they don't do it. They they give in to the agenda. They yeah, actually because, agree with what we're saying. Right, because they say, you know what? Yeah, these some of these parents out here are, are, aren't, aren't watching their kids, but you know what? That's their right, and, and they do it. You, you got Dylan Mulvaney changing. He's a woman. He's a girl. It's not going to mess with me. Uh, you know, that doesn't affect me. Turn a blind eye. You, they want to push this trans agenda in the schools. Uh, you know, a family is not a mom and a dad. You know, that's not the basic unit of a family of structure anymore. Uh, you know, it could be anybody, anything, you know, oh, that's okay. You know, you don't need a mom. You don't need a dad. You don't need this. You don't need that. Turn a blind eye. Then we have this. This is clip number five. Take a look. This is what leads up to this. I will speak loud for those who cannot speak. I am a proud he, she, they, them, whatever. I am a boyfriend to a beautiful woman. I am a girlfriend to a handsome trans man. And I am also a girlfriend to an incredibly beautiful woman. Um, Growing up in this town, my mother always told me to love myself for who I am, not what I am not. Not all of us can be as lucky and have a supporter like that. In fact, I knew friends in school who would bring an entire change of clothes with them so they could dress the way that they felt inside and be free of persecution that they would feel at home. Yeah, so... That he, she, that person that you know, we supposed to, oh, let live and let live. You know, they don't bother anybody. Da, da, da. So behind that, California school board voted to uphold parental secrecy policy. Again, this is an attack on the family. Little stuff like this is an attack on the family. They've and to, and to people who are normal. It's also attacked to people who are normal and think normally. <laughs> which says that school staff should not reveal a transgender student's gender identity to their parents without the child's permission. So we living and let live in Kendra. What you got to say? I, I don't agree with that. Like I am one because first of all, like I believe that parents should be aware of what their children are doing. But I mean, that's, that's parental responsibility. When you birth or parent a child, you are responsible for their raising. And I think that it's a slap in the face to involve parents to be like, oh, we ain't going to tell them that they they today. We're not going to tell that part. Like, That's not their responsibility. If they, if they, parents don't even come up. First of all, I was like, okay, this is, I used to work in the school and none of the parents really showed up for the parent-teacher meeting. So I was like, well, this don't really take effect for a lot of parents because they're not coming. They're not coming up there. They don't return phone calls. They don't respond to emails. So they ain't going to know what's going on anyway until their child fail. And then you coming up there the last week of school trying to figure out why little Johnny got a zero. because Okay, so if we're forgetting about them, because they are obviously, like Shelly said, animals, and we're focusing on normal families who actually, parents who actually care about their children, but yet this still agenda this agenda they're still pushing like I don't, yeah I, I think that's i think that's true i don't think that anybody should be able to govern how people parent their children i think that when you but start you believe in the government doing letting everybody do whatever they want to do no, but you that's don't not believe what I, in said. I didn't say that the, i said that i don't think people should tell be able to tell me 
that what I But that's believe, what they're doing. Right, but, but that's, that's what they're but, doing. I said that's wrong because I don't think that you should be able to know more about my child than I know. And if and yeah. it, especially when it comes to their well-being. Like I I think that's trash. I don't agree with that. Now, as far yeah. as the tra- adults being trans, that doesn't affect me nor here nor there. But as far as when it comes to children, I don't believe that those type of that type of information should be withheld from parents. I don't think that um, the school should be able to allow children when they're not uh, mentally and socially um, developed to make those type of choices for themselves. I think that it should be something that a parent and 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 psychologist and all the people and all the things are there for. So but, no, I don't think that. I'm not the type of person that thinks the government should know. You let me stop. Let me get Yana in on this. I mean, you mentioned the psychologist, Kendra, and you know that the psychologists are actually behind all all of this, behind hiding this information from parents. The psychologists are the one who are going to say this is how this child is developing. This is their person this is who they are the the professionals are, mm-hmm. are saying this and so right. the and parents- that, and that's a problem like that's what i'm saying there is no parent should have to be told um johnny yeah his name jessica and um like but why you know, not i mean because but- that's not that's not their place that is the place of the parent to raise their children the way they see fit i'm just talking like along to what you were saying so if being trans is no big deal and there's you know, as an adult, then why can't we tell the children that it's okay to be trans? I'm not saying that you can't say that it's it's okay to be trans. What I'm saying okay. is their parents should know that they're okay. So what the, the, the parent says like you, you cannot be called a boy. His name was Carlos. We called him Coco. He was fabulous. Okay, and and nobody if he if it was no big it was it, it was no big thing. Yana, what was your point, Yana? I mean, my point is that so the the child, the psychologists and the teachers will say the child is suffering. So if you're telling, if the, the parent tells Johnny that he cannot be called Jessica and Johnny cannot be wearing a dress and Johnny should be a boy, the the teachers and the psychologists will tell you as the parent is that you are hurting your child. And so, I mean, would you say that they're wrong? That's yeah, I would say that's right. Why would you say that children able to transition? I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. And most people who um are trans. Okay, what if what if we're not giving them? We're not giving them hormones. Okay, this is not about hormones. This is just about expression. I mean, I think kids should be able to express themselves the way they want. If you want, hey, you want the parents are wrong, but the parents. A lot of these bills. A lot of these bills. Um, I know a lot of these, but they start off so innocently talking about, you know, let's let the trans, whatever they are, use the opposite sex bathroom. So they start off innocently. And I noticed in that auditorium, a lot of the women behind that person, they were shaking their head in agreement. Again, going back to when I say a lot of the women are, you know, co-signing this foolishness. Let me tell you what I told my daughter. And I'm going to tell the producers, get the bleep ready because I'm going to say it. Okay. I told my daughter. If you go into a bathroom and you see a dick who's acting like a chick, he doesn't get to sit unless he takes a shit in his own bathroom. Okay? So get out the bathroom. You call 
A dick with a, a dick acting like a chick? No. The only time you get to sit is in your own goddamn bathroom when you got to take a shit. Not in the girl's bathroom. So I told my daughter that. If you see one in there, you scream, you get out, whatever, and you, you call it out. He doesn't belong in there. This stuff is so, it goes off so innocently and it's, uh, you know, made to look and feel good and, and let's love everybody. Well, no. Keep your dick in your bathroom. Okay, you can bleep it all out. If kids are listening, parents, I'm sorry, cover their ears. But I'm sick of this shit. Okay, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm sick, sick of it too. I'm, I'm sick, sick of it too because yes, we I'm are allowing it. men to infiltrate with female spaces. Right. Exactly. We are allowing this. We are allowing the only time a man, the only time a man needs to infiltrate and penetrate a woman's space, damn it, is when he's screwing her. Facts. I'm sick of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. So, I mean, again, this is a situation, once again, where we have uh, the state trying to take over, take take over the children. I mean, I mean, what do we have left? Well, because they're already making our children wards of the state. We don't have anything left. We can't do anything with our own children. So yeah. the hypocrisy, what I was trying to say, the, I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy going on. So it's okay for the trans uh, adults uh, to behave however they want and enter any spaces they want. But when it comes to kids, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. It's, it, all of it is bad. All of it is, is, is depra- depraved. So, I mean, I think that, that's what I was trying to say is that when you, you know, when you pick and choose and, and you can't say whether you agree with with the trans ideology or not that's where we get confused you like you have to make a decision whether you are okay with the trans or not okay with the trans and uh if you if you're okay with the trans a little bit then eventually it's gonna get to your kids as well ah yes okay i see what you're saying man i see what you're saying well that's the whole point i was making you know, it's like everybody wants point. to be, yeah, everybody wants to be uh, you, inclusive and, 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 and or, or they say, you know what, this doesn't affect me. You know, I want people to live and let live and, and all this type of stuff. And now we're here. We're here. I mean, I hope people understand that when they start keeping secrets from parents, right? The next point. Or the next step. That's my problem. Is the secrets. Right. We've all learned, at least when I was younger, we learned that if an adult tries to tell a child to keep a secret from their parents, that adult, adult is not trustworthy. That adult mm-hmm. has an ulterior motive and is not a good motive, okay? It wants mm-hmm. to, you know, basically uh, no abuse the child. So yeah. why why is this all changed now? Because you got dicks that want to act like chicks. Nope, and now nope, it's okay. Nope, nope, that's not even it. And this is what I'm saying. We need to look deeper. We have the state, which is the government, Act doing this. It's not just one offs. This is the state actually trying is is is, uh, is put putting forth policy to enforce keeping kids secrets from parents. So what does that mean? It causes confusion within children, doubt, and then what does that do? That affects the the structure of family. So why are they doing this? Ultimately. Because right. they, think that they think the children belong to them. And ultimately, 
Yeah, ultimately, and that's what they're going to do. Family, you have generations of parents who have allowed and who depend on the government. So therefore, they're not going to push back because they're getting fed and clothed and and breakfast, lunch, and dinner at schools. So they are dependent. So their mindset is different. I am they're, what they're doing is systemically making the children vulnerable so they can go in and do what they want to do with those children. And it's not going to be anything nice. It's going to be all abuse, all these things that we've been talking about. Pedophilia, pedophilia is coming next. And they're, they're trying to make room for this so they can go in and do and abuse their children. Yeah, and this is what Jan is saying. Because now we have this thing where we are, they're pushing the trans identity as something that is legitimate something that is just not an other it's no longer an other it's one of the you know part of the fabric of a person or or, or the type of person society is. it's part right. of the society right this is how they're trying to do it and so before if you were like oh i don't care about them they're crazy or whatever no you can't even do that now you can't even say that now so you, it's they want it to be part of an legitimized part of the fabric of society and then once you do that then you can't say my child, your child can't be trans. You can't do that because it, that's when they try to take the kids. I hope I'm making sense here because I I I'm, I get frustrated because I don't think a lot of people under are connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. I don't think not. people are connecting the dots. Um, and but we do have to move on. But eventually, is- it will be a crime. I mean, I think I at this point, it's already in some places. It's a crime to intervene when your child wants to mm-hmm. transition mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's another thing and, yep. I, and i want to just say this i want to get you guys to pay on this because i know we have to move on you know i was talking to someone earlier today it was a lady she was talking about how uh someone had called child protective services uh on her and um i think it was some it was sort of i guess uh vindictive but what they did was they removed the chick kids. They didn't go to another family member. They were in, they were put in foster care or, or some type of state ward. They were wards of the state when they did that, and it caused a lot of turmoil. And so um, she she was she said she was telling people she was like you know be careful when you call child protective services on someone because if it's not really an actual issue, you could get these kids thrown in the system. And so then, you know, this was on a social media page. And then I responded and I said, we as a community need to stop turning to government. Not because child protective services is a government, it's a, it's a government institution or part of the government. And so it's just a one other thing where the government has infiltrated our communities and we depend on this type of stuff. And it's not good. You know, that's... That's not really, to me, what the government is there for to do. You know, people depending on them for food, for assistance, and things like that. And it's not something that's like a, a one-off. Now more and more people are doing that. And it causes a lot of bigger issues down the road. It's, what, it's more harmful than, I, than good, I believe. And so um, 
what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, you you know, I, I've been saying that for years. You know, it's supposed to be limited government. There right. is a place for government. There's a place for child protective services. But right. that should not be the norm. It should not be just the go-to, you know, agency. I say that all the time in general about government. It's too big. It's too intrusive. It overreaches. And when I say that, people tell me, oh, I'm a rebel. I just want to break the law or whatever. No, I'm saying that government should not be the primary concern or focus in your life. Your children, your family should be. There is a place for government and laws, but not 99% of, it should not be mandating and regulating your life. Yeah, well, I want to talk, I want to go into that. That leads us to the next topic, you know, which is kind of like, we want to talk about uh, how do we come to our political leanings? So, you know, most of us on here are on the right. I know Kendra is on the left, uh, but I'm in the middle. Okay, okay, in the middle, in the middle. But uh, I want to talk about how we, what is our political leanings, and then let's talk about how does this shape our political perspective on policies, law, and social issues. So we we're talking about trans. We can continue with kind of these social issues as far as the LGBTQ. Um, we can even I'm because I know we don't have much time, but LGBTQ abortion, uh, you know, sex work, things like that. I'll start with you, T. What is what's how did you, what's your political leaning, and then how does that shape your response to these types of issues? Shelly, you see, she put sex work in there too, right? <laughs> well, as far as my political leaning, I'm actually quite open minded when it comes to. Um, liberty and people being who they are inside at their core, not outside and dressing up and stuff. But I'm actually very, like, I feel like we need some type of structure and some type of, of guidance and blueprint in order to be a just society. But I'm more like whatever makes sense. Facts, numbers, whatever the picture is painted, just make it make sense logically. Because otherwise, emotions get, you know, they change just in general, just, but this leads, this is how I am. So leads to my political views as well. Just give me the facts, give me the numbers, give me the real shit. And then I'll base my conclusions off what's real, not what's emotional and fake and what you think it should be. Okay. What about you, Yana? As far as, you know, you're on the right. Uh, and I forgot, let me ask you, uh, uh, well, I guess that doesn't matter really, but you're on the right. so. What, how does your political affiliation or the way you view things politically shape your opinion on policies, law, and social issues? Well, for me, it really has been an evolution. So I did kind of go from more libertarian uh, perspective, uh, where I was also saying, okay, I you know less taxes, limited government, which. I still uh, agree with that. Uh, other than social uh, social issues, I was uh, liberal on social issues in the past because for me that represented freedom. So, but over time, I have become more and more conservative on social issues as well because I can see that this libertine perspective is actually being pushed from the left and from this Marxist agenda. In, far, in fact, when Marxism uh, was uh, developed by Karl Marx, uh, he had a very, very uh, 
liberal ideas on what family structure should be or there shouldn't be any on uh, gender relations so all of these things that are liberal from um and, and libertarian they actually do come from marxism from what i have seen so i cannot agree with that and i think that eventually erodes destroys the society that has happened in the country where i grew up where the society have has degraded so quickly when these ideas uh, have been inserted into the society so i'm definitely more and more uh right in, in terms of uh uh policy any types of uh, policies and uh, also social issues okay what about you uh uh shelly i, I want to get your thoughts on where you are as far as your political leading and then how has that shaped your political perspective on policies laws and social issues i think i have um what i've come to call myself a political leanings or whatever you want to call it um generally speaking generally speaking i tend to lean more right conservative however um i don't agree with most well, a lot of conservatives on a number of particulars i start with number one realistically being realistic being practical and i make distinctions between adults and children i do i am I am stuck, if you want to call it. I'm stuck on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in our Judeo-Christian value system. I am for limited government. I do not believe that our country was ever set up, even intended to have government rule 100% of our lives, 100% of the time. That is not what I, I'm, I don't stand for that. So um, this is why I get into sometimes debates or disagreements with even my conservative friends on certain issues. I make a distinction between Again, adults and children. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I am much more fiscally conservative, more so than I am socially conservative. I think if adults, two adults or whatever, consensus something, I don't think the government needs to be involved in it. If it's not, if it, especially if it's not something that's breaking the law and more importantly, intruding on someone else's freedoms and rights. So again, I'm much more aware of how a lot of these parts intersect. So I call myself a, a realist, a, a practical or pragmatist, if you will. And I want to say something, what Yana said about this idea of liberal. I am a much more of a classical liberal, okay, because classical liberal does not include Marxism. Okay, that wasn't created by Marxism. These are the foundations of our Judeo-Christian society. And we we know a lot of times we put these words out here and we think they mean the same thing. They really don't. So, again, I start with reality. I start with practicality, fiscally conservative and socially. There are some guidelines, but I want limited government, less government, less government intrusion. And I certainly want my money to stop going to a whole lot of foolishness. Okay. I, I do have, I have a question. Sorry. Oh, can I, can I ask a question? Oh, sure, yeah. uh, Shelly, so you've mentioned Judeo-Christian values. I'm just really curious, what, what are they? So the our Judeo-Christian values, again, we started with, with, with trust or truth, I should say, truth, life, liberty. Those are the foundations of our Christians, our, our Judeo-Christian society. I didn't say I didn't say Christianity as a religion. I said our Judeo-Christian society on which America was founded off of the classical liberal values, virtue, things like that. I didn't say a particular religion. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you want to follow up or you, I, I mean, I, 
I don't know if those are really Judeo-Christian values. Well, they are. They are. I yeah, mean, they where are. are they? Uh, which they are. books? They which are. That's Christian... a, that's a, if you don't know that they're Judeo-Christian values, then how can you be here defending America for its values? Because these are the values that we were founded on. What, what is it? Truth and liberty? Truth, justice, liberty. Free, yeah, free. those are Judeo-Christian values. Yes, they are. I and that's it? Aren't they other values? In there are plenty of other values. There are plenty of other values, but those are the prime, some of the primary ones on which our country was founded. <laughs> classical, classical liberalism, classical liberal, um, whatever. Classical yes. liberalism doesn't have to. I mean, I don't I'm know if that's said, really connected to today. I didn't say a political values. liberal. I didn't say a political liberal again. And I also said we mix these words. I said a classical liberal teaching. Look at the classic books, the classic, you know, all the classic books, including the Bible. Yes, these are the foundations on which America was founded. Yes, I didn't say up. You had to be a particular religion. We've had this discussion before. And no, I'm no, 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 wait. Well, you see, you keep saying she didn't say. She said the same thing you said. No. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm not saying Christian theology. I'm saying our Judeo-Christian values for our country. Right. I want to get you in here, Kendra. You what? I was googling Judeo-Christian to see what she was talking about. I'm sorry. No. Well, when you to me, I mean, when they say Judeo-Christian, it has some type of biblical basis. Right. So, you know, yeah. So, and again, I'm not smart as Shelly and, and Yana. So, I'm not even going to pretend. I'm just, you know, going off of my. Uh, regular. I'm re I got regular Christian values. Right, right, that right. Judeo part throw me out sometimes. Oh, but yeah. as far as my political leaning and how it should I am more center. Um, I'm not. I, I think there is work to do in both political parties. I think that they have both come to a space where. It's all about the people in office and not about the people in general. And I think that that is the largest issue with our both of our political systems. So um, I am more center. I'm more fiscally conservative. I like my money. I like my money to stay in my pocket. And being that I don't have any offsprings, they tend to um, they tend to use my money for everybody else. It looked like sometimes. So I am more fiscally conservative, but I am more in limited government. But I think that when I say limited government, I'm more limiting government when it comes to people. I'm more liberal when it comes to social issues. I believe that people should be able to do what their bodies, what they want. And I believe in that as far as abortion or whatever the case may be, I, as adults, me, me specify that as grown folks. Um, so I think ask you this, because much, you, all of you have kind of mentioned that you kind of mentioned that you believe as adults, adult people should be able to do whatever they want with their body. So, I mean, when you think about that, when I think about that, you know, I think about legalizing drugs. I think about, uh, you know, prostit legalized prostitution, abortion. Uh, so those are three things. So drugs, prostitution, and abortion are Here's three things. I think we should be legal. I think reefer should be legal. I think if people want to bust it open for pay, they should be able to do that too. And I believe that as far as abortion, that is a personal moral decision and people should be able to make the decision that's best for them, their household in their pocket. And I think that if, um, if you can't support a child, then bringing a child into the world and looking at our broken 
um, foster care system and some of the crazy adoption stories of how kids have been adopted and then treated poorly. Like I would, if, if I was in that situation, I would rather not have a child than to wonder if they're out in the world being treated horribly by these people who are supposed to love them and care for them. So that's kind of where I sit, but I also make your own decision. I mind my own uterus. I just well, drugs, I want to say, Shelly, get you in here. So we talked about four things, legalizing drugs, sex work, abortion, Another one. It was three. Uh, three. But let me let me say this. One of the things, another one of the um, I don't know, one of the really important distinctions of the Western uh, hemisphere, if you will, or the Western canon with our Judeo-Christian values is that the individual, the individual in America has has preeminence, if you will, the individual, not the group, if you will, as opposed to Christian theology where the family would be, but the individual gets to make the choices for his or her life, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So on all of those issues you you named, again, I'm okay with legal, I said this many times, legalizing pro, uh, prostitutes, I don't think it should be legal or illegal. If it's two adults, if I want to sell my body for whatever amount of money and I'm in my right mind not being, again, forced fraud and coercion, Whatever. Why should the government be involved with that? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Now, as far as uh, legalizing taxes on it, so I mean, it actually works out for the government. My my point, my point is overall in in summation. My point is is that again, government intrusion, overreach, oversteps, and and tries to control, and it can't be. It can't be. It was never intended to be. Guess what? As individuals, as in our in our own right, in our own freedoms, we will and do make wrong choices and we have to suffer the consequences of those choices. Nobody, no government can save us. A big safety net can do that, can save us from ourselves eventually. Now, yeah, but when, what about the go Okay, I, well, go ahead, Yana. Let me ask can you. I go back to the Christian values? So I had to look it up as well because so what it is, Judeo-Christian values, is those values that are shared between the two religions, Ju- Judaism and Christianity. And what uh, what is shared specifically are the Ten Commandments. If, exactly. you, if you look into it, that's exactly God, what it is. Yes, I, I looked into Dennis Prager, and I know that you follow him. Uh, Dennis Prager has explained also what that means. And one of the things that he had mentioned is that Judeo-Christian values encourage, that's one thing, uh, uh, well, morality, universal morality, for example, a man-woman marital ideal, and be able to provide children with the opportunity to benefit from these uh, gifts of a a man and woman relation, marriage, and not to have something like uh, two men and two women, or, or one woman. So, these are the things, these are the values, like family values, family structure. I'm not talking about the government necessarily dictating people what uh, we should be doing, but that but is where something that needs to where, be where, 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 we where we disagree? Where we disagree is that you're saying that the, 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 you haven't mentioned those values. You've mentioned no, freedom, I said the foundation of our country. You have said individuality. I'm talking about I said society. the biblical values. Society. Some of the biblical values that our country was founded on. And I also said, as an American, we still have the individual individual rights. We are not bound to act, to go with the, the. I didn't say this earlier, but I've said it before. We're not bound to go with the group or the family as Americans. No. 
but the conservative viewpoint, the conservative viewpoint weighs heavily on public interest. And so you're you right. You're weigh, right. And, and you no, weigh, wait a minute. But nobody, no American, conservative or not, no American is obligated to only have whatever the conservatives say. We right. We're not a monolith. Part of being American is being able to choose your belief system. Christian values, those well, are the values of family, of, of uh, family structure, of conservatism. But so Shelly also said that that's not the only values that she was talking about. She just called out a few. So family values, I'm sure it's worse. But, but the reason why it, the reason why it, our country has been based on that is because these things work. If we deviate from that, then we're going to get the Soviet Union, or we're going to get the European. Well, we have Union deviated. It's being de that is being destroyed right now in Europe. You know what? They also talked about individuality and and freedom and and values. But and, Yana, but you have to realize that part of the reason why they came here is for religious freedom and people come here so they can yeah, practice the most the most was on that. founded on so that religious and this is what's happening here is that the oh, non-religious are now persecuted because if we did we would all be catholic, exactly what was happening all be catholic. so where are we gonna go where's the religion gonna go so we when we talk about freedom i think at this point we're, we're taking freedom and liberalism to a whole nother level the, from the foundation of what it's it means in the dictionary, not what they've created it to mean in this day today that we we're talking about with the alphabets and everything taking over. But this is what it looks like when we don't have a just society. This is what we look. It looks like when people come in with all their different interpretations and confuses people with religion. And this is why I'm not religious because people have their own interpretations and it messes up. That that's where we're confused. That's why we're confused because the Christians and the religious people have not stood their ground and stood to the script. Now they want to go and do all these other things. And this is why we have this confusion that we have right now. Because y'all not doing what y'all supposed to do. Well, you just, first you said what you mean? first you said that this is why you are not religious. Because the, and then you said the religious people need to stick more to what they the religion. What is it? You, you, because you've gone you've gone far you. from you've gone far. No, the religious people has gone far from what they're supposed to be doing, and it's not even religion. Y'all take it too far. This is what I'm saying. Liberalism, freedom, and all these things. Religious people have taken it too far to make it seem like Why it's all just one thing. Why can't you be more religious than? T why can't? Well, I mean, if you know what what religion should be like, why can't? Why you would be I? Why because not? I am. I'm spiritual, and that's I'm not religious. That's why what not? I am. No, my. I'm just wondering. Because religious is something that you just do, and I'm not just existing. I'm actually very in tune with the Creator. I'm not in tune with what's in a book. Oh, so where how, how, how should the other Christians should be then? Should they not follow the book? They do whatever they, they want you to do. You just told them that right. they should be following the book. If the book that y'all do everything by. Yeah. What you do? Where your creator come from? Where you, where you come from? Where Whoever, you? we don't know that answer. We try to make, we try to create an answer with that. We don't know that answer. We don't know where God came from. We don't know what the creator, we don't know how we got here. We don't, we can, we can assume scientifically what all that stuff is, but we don't know. We don't so have you all the answers. So you, you can't blame the Christians for you being not religious. That's just your I, I don't know what y'all saying. I don't know how I got here. 
if you don't know your creator, if you don't know who made you, who he is, where he, where he came from, why are you following him? Well, first I'm of not, all, wait I'm a minute. Not. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She's I'm not. But she says that Christians should because if because the, she was there's a problem that the they don't. Yeah, but whatever that, whatever that, whoever that is, and whatever that is, I'm not giving it a name because we don't know the name. But what I'm saying is, if that's what you're doing and you're reading the book and you're doing this, then follow that all the way through. Don't mix up what you think it is and your interpretations and what you feeling one day and feeling the other day. That's like I said earlier, like facts are facts. Like we're not going to go emotionally with your interpretation, what you might think it might mean. Okay, But if like, Christians do that, then maybe they will tell you that you shouldn't, you should be a believer. Christians don't have it together. Everybody, y'all saying different stuff. But that is part of the Christian mandate to tell that. That's fine. They can tell people whatever they whatever they believe that they're mandated to tell. But in America, the other people that they're telling don't have to follow it. Right, right. I never said that. It's a choice. Yeah, and they can choice. and I don't think God would want us to be like bullying people, but like, oh, you're gonna love God today. Nobody's no. bullying. Nowadays we can't even say anything because <laughs> yeah. mind your business and everybody's individual and no they created these fear like, tactics to scare people into believing what they want to be, them I to believe. Know about that, because if it's that was not working, because you Christian, you can't have a Bible in school. You can't even barely. You can't even pray in school. That's because y'all slipping. Oh, so it's no our fault. Not the, not the people who choose not to do anything. You it is your fault. Just contradicted yourself. So you found that you said. What minute you said Christians are bullies? That was shade. It got real bright in here. Yeah. What minute you said Christians are bullies? The next minute you said they said I never said Christians are bullies. Who said Christians were bullies? Kendra said Christians. I didn't Kendra say said that. that. You said that. Yes, you said it. You said that. T y'all didn't say that. T you said it. I never said Christians are bullies. What I said is what I said is they should stick to the script. What I said is Who said that? I'm doing the portion. Who said that? Kendra said she she doesn't believe that Christians should be bullied. Bully. I never mentioned bully. I never, I literally never said bully. I, okay, I just I said that God that. didn't want us to bully people, but I don't want no smoke or no shade my way. I'm just putting my sunglasses on. Okay. All right, we have to go because we're at the end of our time. Um, good conversation, good conversation. And now people see. I mean, you know, we 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 are on the right on most issues, but we disagree on certain things, and that's good. You know, we're not a monolith. Uh, and, and again, we all come from different perspectives, different experiences, uh, and, and we live in different lives and that all shapes our political perspective. Uh, and so it's a great thing because we can have discussions like this and, and, and debate different parts of different religion, different political perspectives, different ideologies. And this is what it's all about. I mean, you really can't even do this anymore in, 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 in public debate. People don't even want to do this. And then, you know, be respectful about it. So um, I'm, I, I love the conversation. And, and again, continue watching and join us. Join the conversation by checking us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe. That way you get up-to-the-minute content when we post and we appreciate the support. We are an independent media. And each time you uh, subscribe, it helps make our voice that much stronger. 
We are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. Check us out on our website at www.popandpoliticslive.com. We look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, happy birthday, Kendra. We hope you enjoyed your birthday. She's celebrating. Every season. God bless America. God bless America. Oh, yes, God bless, God bless America. And God bless Leo. There's nothing like a Leo. Um, so again, Can you wait and listen to Leo? It's not your turn yet. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of months. Yeah, we, it's always, you know, people wait for the Leos, really. Uh, until then, actually, Leos and Aquarians really do get along. Fire signs and air signs in general get along, except Libra sometimes. I don't know about Libra, but... Say that again? Fire signs and air signs tend to get along anyway. And the water signs, so yeah, we get along. No, no water. <laughs> Fire and water don't mix. <laughs> I said Leos and, and Aquarians get along. You're an air sign, though. Yeah, Aquarius is no, an Aquarian air sign. No, is a water sign. Mm -mm. No, it's an air sign. Your, your symbol is a water bearer, yeah, okay, but you're an air okay. sign, yeah. I will speak loud for those who cannot speak. I am a proud he, she, they, them, whatever. I am a boyfriend to a beautiful woman. I am a girlfriend to a handsome trans man. And I'm also a girlfriend to an incredibly beautiful woman. Um, oh, my God. Mm.